I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I have not, in my lifetime, I don't think I've ever had a priest um, do anything as personally moving as as that act of kindness was to me and my family. It was just, um, it was, it was just so moving and so powerful. I think to have him, you know, really just surprise us with his presence. Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Bulletin, the official podcast of St. Anthony of Padua. My name is Nate Hoffman. I am the Communications and Development Coordinator here at St. Anthony. And I am joined today by a few staff members who will be popping on later in the uh, podcast for reasons I'll explain later. But for now, I'm on my own. Um, Some big news this week. I'm sure a lot of uh, you who are listening to this podcast are aware Father Tom uh, announced that he's been uh, transferred. He has been chosen by the Cardinal and the powers that be uh, to be the next uh, vicar for clergy for the Archdiocese. That's the position that our new auxiliary bishop, uh, Bishop Idolo, held uh, before before Father Tom. And so, obviously, Bishop Idolo is now a bishop, and Father Tom is stepping into the role. So the vicar for clergy is a position uh, at the archdiocese. He, he takes care of priests. So it sounds like, uh, from the research I've done and what Father Thomas told us, that he will be caring for all of the priests of the diocese from the moment they get ordained through their retirement and beyond, uh, being sure they're taken care of, um, you know, being offering pastoral guidance, you know, leadership on, on uh, certain topics, maybe homily advice, that kind of thing. So it's a position that I think is is great for Father Tom. Uh, he was chosen because, you know, he's 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 a leader in the diocese, has been so for, for a while now, one of the most senior priests here, and it is uh, an honor, you know, to be chosen for, for that role. And um, I say it's a mixed bag because, you know, obviously we're missing our, we're going to be missing our pastor. Here's a guy who has been the pastor at St. Anthony's, for 13, 14 years, obviously as long as I can remember, um, because I have been here for eight months. But for many of us, he has been the pastor at St. Anthony's for you know over a decade. Maybe some of us the only pastor we've ever known. He's shepherded our church from you know the mid 2010s uh, up until now. If you can picture that time for St. Anthony's, those of us who have been here a while. Um, a lot of things have changed. The campus has grown. We have uh, expanded our, our parishioner uh, base. Uh, we, we have seen a lot of challenges, a lot of good times, a lot of hard times, especially the last year and a half. And Father Tom has been with us through all of that. Such is the will of God. We don't get to decide these types of things. And just posting um, this announcement on our Facebook and our Flock Note and our social medias, we have seen uh, a ton of parishioners respond with exactly the sort of mixed bag I was describing. You know, hey, we're going to miss you. We we loved your time here. We had so many good memories with you, Father Tom. But we also recognize that this is how this is how the church works. This is how the will of God works. You know, we we don't always get to choose uh, who stays and who goes, and uh, it's just a matter of um, a matter of time before each priest is is moved on to the next uh, assignment. Usually, a new church, sometimes down to the diocese, as in this case. But it's a good reason also to reflect on the reason we go to mass on Sundays. Why why are we coming to St. Anthony's and I think Father Tom would be the first to tell you that 
if you're coming to Mass for a specific priest in hopes of hearing his homily or uh, hoping to chat with him after Mass, you're coming for the wrong reasons. We don't go to Mass on Sundays to be filled up by a certain style of homily or a certain pace of Mass that we're used to. We go to Mass on Sunday to deepen our relationship with Jesus Christ, to receive the Eucharist, to enter into prayer in a different way than we do during the week, and because we have been you know, commanded to keep holy the Sabbath and the divine liturgy that God has set out for us, as Father David, Brian, Mike would all tell you, God wrote the liturgy in a way that it doesn't matter who is the vehicle of the liturgy. You know, It doesn't matter who is saying that liturgy. As long as it's a priest, that liturgy is the means of grace, the proper means of grace for us to receive uh, the Eucharist and all manner of, of, of good graces on Sunday. So Father Tom would tell you, uh, we as the staff will tell you, you know, we'll, we'll miss Father Tom, obviously, uh, but whoever is coming is going to be a great fit for the parish, a great blessing for the parish, and we are going to enter into a new phase of, of life here at St. Anthony's in, in many ways. A new phase, a new phase of St. Anthony's, uh, a bright one, and I think the future is bright. We'll miss Father Tom. He's going to have a great time, and, and we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about his legacy here at St. Anthony's, but I just wanted to say that we, we are heading towards uh, green pastures here. I, I, I think I'm confident of it. Father Tom will tell you the same thing. We're in good hands. We will be in good hands when the new pastor uh, comes to our campus. Whenever that is, we'll find out soon enough. the rest of the podcast, I wanted to share a little bit about Father Tom from my perspective, and then we're going to bring on some staff members to speak on, you know, just brief stories from our experiences with, with Father Tom. I'll go first. I, I have uh, a limited amount of experiences with, with Father Tom, just only being here, you know, less than a year. When I was interviewing and, and looking into moving down here to the woodlands and, and to work at St. Anthony's, I talked a lot to my uh, fiance, her family, about the, the church, and they had nothing but good things to say about the church, but and especially about Father Tom, his character, his personality. And so when I got here, I didn't know quite what to expect, but he took me out to lunch very first uh, time I, I was in the woodlands. He took me out over to Eden Cafe. We had a great conversation. He is a pretty open book when you get him uh, in person, you know, just just chit-chatting. So he's telling me all kinds of things about St. Anthony's, the Woodlands, uh, the Houston area, being a native here. He was just selling it, just talking about how much I'm going to love it here, how much uh, good people, how many good people are down here. And so that's that's one thing about Father Tom, you know, whenever you were with him, he was he was comfortable, he was at home, and he made you feel at home as well. I asked my fiance once, what was, you know, before I got here, what, what's his characteristic? What is it about Father Tom that makes him a good pastor? And she said that he makes this parish of 7,000 families feel like a small community. And to be able to do that at a parish that's so large um, is pretty exceptional. I'll tell one more story, a little behind the curtain peak of, of working for the church as well. Uh, sometimes, as with any job, things get a little uh, intense, a little a little dicey. Emotions get involved, especially because we're working with uh, church matters and religious matters, and so it's natural to feel a little bit strongly about 
certain things. So sometimes, you know, here at the church, we do have uh, contentious meetings, just trying to decide what, what's, what's best for the community, what comes next, and stress levels get high. Uh, and so after one such meeting, I was angry. I was like, gosh, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what, what's next. What, what, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm, I'm getting all these kinds of mixed signals. And I went to confession, and I'm in line, and I think I don't know who's back there. And th- this is another thing about working for the church. You have to go to confession to the people that you're around all day. You know, <laughs> you see you see these priests uh, all day. So it's sometimes it's a little odd to just show up to a confession and say, hey, how's it going? Good to see you again. Here's everything I've done for the last, you know, three weeks. So, so I'm doing that. I'm like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to put it off. I just want to go. I hope I can go behind a screen. Sure enough, I get to the, through the confession line and there's no screen and it's just me and Father Tom and I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, I've been upset all day and he knows it and I just, I hope he doesn't mention it. And so I sit down next to him and I say, Father Tom, and he goes, hey, how about that meeting earlier today? I'm like, golly, I can't believe you mentioned it. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was pretty tough. I'm glad we got through it. And, he, and then we get into the confession, and I say all my thing. I'm not going to tell you the sins here on the podcast, but I say, I say my piece, and then I close my eyes, and I, and I look up, and he's just sitting there smiling, and he goes, hey, you are loved. God loves you. And it was so simple, and we've all had those moments where you hear something that is so simple and so known by, by yourself, like you know that, that to be the case, but he just in this very special way at that moment, reminded me of the fact that I, I, I am loved, I am cared for, and I'm in the right place. You know, that changed everything for me. That was such a good, that was such a good holy moment. Um, and it was such a great confession uh, just to, to leave with that knowledge um, that uh, I'm a beloved son of the Father. And um, so, so Father Tom helped me through that. So we're going to bring some staff members in. They're going to share uh, a brief story about their experience with Father Tom through the years. Right now, we're going to have Jay play a kind of a medley, kind of a beat to just get get us from one moment to the other. So come on, Jay. What you got? All right. Hey, everyone. This is Brian Jones, uh, coordinator of liturgy here at St. Anthony's um, Many stories I could share about Father Tom, but I'm limited in what I'm allowed to say or do. Um, One that kind of sticks out for me, just kind of Father Tom's um, gentleness and his charity. Uh, We were in the pre-sacristy, I want to say it was either before a daily mass or it might have even been before a funeral. I can't remember that specific, but um, I was just back there just kind of getting some things set up and, and prepared and Father Tom walked in and, you know, we just kind of chatted very briefly and and um, and as I was getting ready to walk out of the pre-sacristy to go into the church and he said, you know, hey, I just um, just want to let you know, I think you're just doing a great job and I really just think that it's been such a blessing that you've been here at the parish, that you're working here and he just, and, and he, he just looked at me and said, honestly, all, all I wanted to do is just say thank you. And, um, you know, it was, there was nothing that prompted it. It was there, there, you know, it was just a normal day. And Father Tom was just, you know, he was just very willing, uh, to affirm me. And so it was, uh, yeah, it was a great, great little, um, nugget of, a, of a memory with Father Tom. Hi, my name is Diane. I wanted to share a couple of things about Father Tom 
Uh, we met about 30 years ago when he facilitated marriage preparation for my husband and me. We were at St. Michael's in Houston at the time. And then shortly after that, we got pulled away from Texas to Michigan and then Louisiana. Then we came back to Texas and into the woodlands after about 10 years and joined St. Anthony of Padua in 2000. 2007 came around and they announced that Father Tom was gonna be our pastor and we were just thrilled. Father Tom, as you will all recognize, is about as down to earth as it gets. And we appreciated the homilies that he gave that were full of practical advice and all delivered in layman's terms. I remember one of my favorite homilies of his was when he asked us all to just look up to the crucifix, just to gaze at the crucifix and take it all in, the reason why we were all there. And the silence in the church was amazing. It was deafening. It was emotional and powerful. And uh, it just really kind of brought everything into perspective. One of the other things he always did when he said his mass was to give a plug for the food pantry. And his casual requests where he asked for a bag of this or a box of that was almost like the miracle of the loaves and fishes. And food donation bins were overflowing after those masses. I'm just so grateful that God placed Father Tom in our lives and feel very blessed to be a part of his flock for so long. Cherniak family is going to really miss you, Father Tom. This next story is from Josh Blakesley, our music ministry coordinator at St. Anthony of Padua. I started at St. Anthony's in August of 2019, and my dad, who had been sick, um, passed away in October of the same year. And I'd only been, so I'd only been here a few months, and, um, and I had to go back to uh, Alexandria, Louisiana, where I'm from, uh, for the funeral. And obviously, it was very sad. My family was involved. And out of nowhere... Father Tom and Deacon Mike Mort uh, showed up at the funeral, and uh, and Father Tom even uh, went so far as he asked uh, Father Dan O'Connor, who was the celebrant, to, if he could just say a few words. and And he came and he did. And I'll 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 be honest with you, I have not in my lifetime. I don't think I've ever had a priest um, do anything as personally moving as as that act of kindness was to me and my family. It was just, um, it was, it was just so moving and so powerful, I think, to have him, you know, really just surprise us with his presence. Um, and I think that's what Father Tom is, is really amazing at, at just being present, at being pastor and, uh, and being pastoral and just saying, uh, hey, I'm here, I'm available, um, and I'm willing to love you wherever you are um, and, and whatever you're doing, and whoever you are, uh, that's who he is. Uh, so we'll miss him. I'll miss him terribly. Hi, I'm Shelley Wilson, and I'd like to share a story about Father Tom. We've been parishioners here at St. Anthony's since 1997, the very first Mass. And in 2017, after 20 years in this parish, we moved to Omaha, Nebraska. Throughout our time in Omaha, we visited St. Anthony's periodically through the years. And every time we would show up at St. Anthony's, the first thing we saw was Father Tom with a big smile on his face, his arms open wide for a big hug, and a big, hearty welcome home. He always made us feel like we belonged, even though we were no longer parishioners, and we were still part of the family. 
When I reflect back on the past 14 years, I realize how much Father Tom helped us discover God's plan for us as a family and individuals. He always encouraged us to be witnesses of Christ's living presence in our home, our parish, our community, and beyond as we journey to eternal life. Thank you, Father Tom. This is Jay Martin, Creative Services Technician at San Anthony Padua. And I have lots of stories that come to mind when I think of Father Tom. He married my wife and I. Uh, we got married at St. Anthony's in 2017. Uh, he baptized our second child in Georgia. Um, he just played a very integral role in my faith life and also just my personal life as well. The story that really comes to mind first is um, when I used to work at Life Teen Summer Camp in Georgia. I used to work at Covecrest almost every summer I was in college. In some of the earlier summers, he had uh, arrived with uh, Deacon Mike Mims, and they would always come and just have bluebell ice cream. And it was like this big treat from the, another side of the world, you know, Texas. All the all the missionaries just loved it. It was a great treat in the middle of the summer just to have a bunch of bluebell ice cream to celebrate and enjoy. After Deacon Mike Sally passed away, Father Tom kept doing the tradition of bringing the ice cream. Uh, whenever I would work up there, whether it be for the whole summer or even for a little bit of summer, he just texts her an email and say, "Hey, here's a list of like 42 different bluebell flavors. Pick 12." And I'll see you next week. And then lo and behold, every single time, the next week he'd show up with a big old dry ice case of ice cream. And it would just always make all the missionaries day. I just always appreciated just his hospitality, um, just his hospitable nature, the way he just isn't afraid just to ask what you need, ask how you're doing, um, just reach out um, no matter what. Just always asking how my family's doing, um, how work's going. Um, he just truly cares, not so much just in the uh, me getting my job done as a St. Anthony staff member, but truly how I am doing as a person. I know uh, we're going to miss him, but he's for sure going to be doing great things in the Archdiocese. And his hospitality and all the things we love about him uh, are now going to be shared throughout the whole Archdiocese, throughout the whole state of Texas. So sad as it may initially be that he's leaving our parish, uh, I'm really just excited to see what he can do uh, for the greater Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston. Hi, this is Deacon Mike Crawl. My wife and I have actually known Father Tom for a lot longer than the time he's been at St. Anthony's. He was assigned to St. James in Paris in spring when we were both in college, and so we got to know him there. And one of my favorite stories about Father Tom is that um, my wife and I, we were dating at the time, and my brother, we went to confession at St. James. And so we went to confession, and I went in, and um, it was Father Ralph Schmidt back then. He heard our confession, and he gave me a penance, and my penance was to find somebody that I could help later that day. And so I thought that was pretty easy. You know, I just need to be on the lookout for somebody to help. So we all got done with confession, and we walked out into the, the courtyard outside of St. James, and there was the parochial vicar, Father Tom Rafferty, standing there. And we said, hi, and how you doing? And so Father Tom said, I'm doing great. But you know what? There's a project over here, and I need some help with it. And so I thought to myself, well, dang, that was easy. I got this whole confession thing down. I got my penance done. And we went off, helped Father Tom, and then we all got in the car, and I started to brag about how cool it was that I got my penance taken care of. And then my my girlfriend at the time and my brother, all, we all looked at each other and realized that we all had the same penance to help somebody. And we thought, We've been set up right there by two priests. That was pretty cool. This one's a little bit uh, a little bit sappier. Anybody who knows Father Tom knows that he likes to have fun and be silly and joke around, and, and that's awesome. But 
you know, one of his strengths has always been being a pastor to his people, being a friend, being a helper. And, you know, there's a couple of times that come to mind, you know, one of them I was struggling with some things spiritually, and I remember texting my pastor. I thought that was that was so cool. It was about 10 years ago, so texting wasn't as big of a deal, but to text my pastor and for then him to find me after Mass and to say, hey, why don't we go talk, and, and he helped me with that a lot. But I tell you, the time that, that most comes to mind is when my mom got sick, and within a week she passed away, and we had to make decisions about removing life support and such. And it was very difficult, and we got some spiritual advice and uh, to tell her goodbye before we we actually removed life support. It was a difficult time for our family, of course. And so, but I I cried the tears; they were all gone, and I was done. I had mourned, and we were, we had the funeral at the funeral, which was in spring at St. James. I didn't know Father Tom even knew when the funeral was, where the funeral was, but you know. I walked into the the narthex of that church, and we were preparing before Mass, and in walks Father Tom Rafferty, our pastor, and let me tell you, um, I had not cried all the tears, because for him to be there, for him to to show up at the time we most needed him was huge, and I'm, I'm starting to get a little emotional about it again. Um, it was it was amazing, so we really appreciate that, Father Tom, and um Go do great things. From all the staff, and I guess from all the parishioners too, a big thank you to Father Tom, and and know of our our prayers, our well wishes, um, and know that you're always welcome back here at St. Anthony's. We look forward to seeing you in the future, hearing some stories about what it's like to be the vicar for priests. God bless you, Father Tom. Thanks for everything. So just real quick, a couple things going on at the parish. You might have seen some folks with green name tags on last weekend at Mass. You might see them this weekend. Those are the Paduan Ambassadors. Um, they are simply a welcoming committee. They're, they're there to, to say hello to you, to welcome you to the parish, and to answer any questions you might have. So if you see a Paduan Ambassador this weekend, say hello. If you have any questions about what's going on at St. Anthony's, how to get involved, maybe a Bible study you're not sure how to get connected with, they're there for you. They're there to answer your questions. If you want to be a Paduan Ambassador, give me a shout in Hoffman at ap.church. I'd love to have you on our team. Additionally, we've got a really fun weekend coming up at the end of August. So Mission 2021, uh, St. Anthony's Summer Discipleship Challenge, uh, was an idea for all of our parish family to find opportunities to serve in some way this summer. So working at the St. Teresa Center, making rosaries, mowing a neighbor's lawn, anything like that. The idea would be to fill out a challenge card and then bring it back to St. Anthony's at the end of the summer, August 28th and 29th, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a prize. So mark your calendars for that last weekend in August, the 28th and the 29th. We're going to celebrate the end of the Mission 2021, collect those challenge cards, but we'll also have a Celebrate St. Anthony's weekend that weekend. So we'll have food trucks, we'll have tents, we'll have all of our ministries boothed up in the gym, We'll show you our renovated youth room and, and the new Padawan Cafe over by the AMR. And also, we'll be saying goodbye to Father Tom. He'll, he'll be out and about at all, at all, after all the Masses. You'll be able to uh, see him, shake his hand, wish him well. So again, August 28th, 29th, be sure you're here in the Woodlands that weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can find out more about that event just by going to ap.church slash events, our hub for all things St. Anthony's. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next week.